Now is the time to connect with God. I want you to get relaxed. Sit back in your chair, lie down in your bed, on your couch, wherever it might be, and close your eyes. Now more than ever, we need to connect with our Maker, our Creator, and our God. I'm Paul Colesell, pastor at Buffalo Lake Lutheran Church of Rural Eden and Heavenbound Ministries in Pierpont. Let us pray. Almighty God, we come to you in uncertain times. Chaos has overtaken the entire planet. People don't know what to do, who to talk to. It is just total chaos. And Lord, we come to you though. We want to connect with you. We want a time of peace. We want a peace of tranquility. And we want you more than ever in our lives. We pray this in your name. Amen. I remember once in high school when I had to write a paper. And it was about finding peace. I still remember the paper for some strange reason after all these years. And we had talked about driving out, out of, out of the hustle and bustle of the town. And as I was driving out of town, I see this forest. And it almost seems like, you know, I parked the car and I walked toward the forest and it almost seemed like the trees were like opening up, waiting for me to come inside. You could still hear the traffic behind me. But as I started walking into the forest and I turned around and looked behind me, it looked like the trees were closing in, protecting me. It looked like the trees were deafening the noise. And before I knew it, the outside noises of the world were gone. It was just me in the forest. Peace and quiet. You walk through the forest and you see the animals, you see the different trees, you see the many flowers that are out there. You can visualize all of that. Peace as the forest is around you. The Holy Spirit can provide us that sense of peace as well. All we have to do is go to Him. All we have to do is go to our Maker, our God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Take away all of your anxieties. Let them flow away. Let them be on the outside. And let your heart and your mind and your soul be so ever relaxed. It is a time of calmness. A time to connect 
with God. In Philippians 4, 6, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. It doesn't pay to get anxious. It doesn't pay to, doesn't pay to uh, stress eat. It doesn't pay to get all excited and worry about everything. This is only a stepping stone in our lives. We are merely being groomed for the next life that is yet to come. So why be anxious? Why be worrisome? In John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. It is a time of peace. Peace in our hearts and our minds. Jesus told his disciples he's leaving his peace to them. But it is the peace of God that we so long to desire. Peace is a wonderful thing, but it is not the peace of the world. It is the peace of God that will live forever. God's peace will live forever. In Isaiah 41.10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We should not fear. We should not be dismayed but rather let the right hand of God come into our lives and give us peace. And during these difficult times, God will strengthen us. He will give us the willpower that we need to get through this. All we have to do is put all of our burdens on him. Psalm 94:19 When anxiety was great within me your consolation brought me joy Oh yes we are so anxious and our anxiety levels are so high yes indeed and they can make us sad and upset The battleground, we are really realizing what the battleground really is right now. 
The battleground is the things of this world versus God Almighty in our lives. And where do we put our trust and our hope in? If we are at peace and we are calm, we have put our hope and peace into God Almighty. That's where we want to go. Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. You know, David wrote a lot of majestic psalms in the Bible. He had freedom from fear. God was setting him free. And he can also set us free. You know, sometimes we feel trapped. We feel lonely. Sometimes we may even feel depressed. Those are not the characteristics of God. They do not belong in the God kingdom. God is wonderful. God is mighty. God is perfect. And that's what we want in our lives. As it says in 1 Peter 5, 7, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. God was saying that he will take the yoke of our burdens upon his shoulders so we don't have to do it alone. In 2 Corinthians 12.10 That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and in insults in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Yes, indeed, God Almighty is there for us. He will help us during our weaknesses. You see, our human capacity is limited. We can by no means do everything. In fact, we can't do anything unless we have God on our side. And so it is with him that we have the strength. In Philippians 4.13, I can do all of this through him who gives me strength. Nothing can hold us back. Nothing can scare us as long as we have the strength in God. Proverbs 3 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. It almost seems like that we try to solve our own problems on our own strength. But we can't. 
and we shouldn't. You see, Jesus came into the world to help us. He came into the world as one of us to be human, to suffer the pain and the agony for us. In Judges 6.23, Calm down, don't be afraid, the Lord replied. You're not going to die. Boy, there's a lot of truth to that, isn't there? You see, we are not going to die. Our physical body will wither away. But who we are, our essence, our spirituality, will continue to live on in the heavenly realms. We will not die but we will live. <laughs> Exodus 14, 14, this is when Jesus or God was talking to the, uh, the Israelites. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. How often have we actually heard that during the past week? Stay calm. Don't be excited, anxious. Stay calm. Now, I know that we have a tendency to worry. So, therefore, I'm going to read from you Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in their barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow and thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble 
of its own. We stress out about things that was never ours to worry about in the first place. Why worry? Our worry means that we don't have enough faith and confidence in God. And that's what I want you to do today. I want you to connect with God. Not just today, but every day. Connect with Him. And He will give you peace. Second Timothy 1.7 For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power love, and self-discipline. See, we're, we're not, we were not created to be afraid, but we were empowered and loved by God. God gives us the power. He gives us the love. He gives us self-discipline. He gives us everything that we need to make it through this life and into the life that is yet to come. In Isaiah 26, 3, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. You see, if we simply keep God in the forefront of our minds, we will have that perfect peace. Trust in Him brings the greatest peace of all. Connect with God. Be with Him. and let him come into your hearts and minds. He says in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, Come to me all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. How comforting is this? Anxiety causes a lot of weariness, but knowing that we can rest in God is simply amazing. Don't we love God? Don't we love Jesus Christ? Don't we love the 
power of the Holy Spirit. Connect with God. Be with Him. That is where we want to go on our journey. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. See, God's got a plan for us already. Tells us not to worry about it. Because his plans are great. They're exactly what we need. And his plans will be out of this world in more ways than one. Oh, yes. We worry about things that are happening around us. We worry if we are safe, where we, where we are at. Connect with God. Give him the prayer and the praise. Isaiah 41.13 For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I will help you. I'm going to read that again. Isaiah 41, 13. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I will help you. When we feel anxious and afraid, we can take comfort in knowing that God is reaching out his hand to us to help us and to trust him and to walk with him. While anxiety can feel overpowering or terrifying, we should not fear because there is someone who is more powerful than fear. There is someone that is more powerful than anxiety. There is someone who is more powerful than worrying. Connect with God. You are now in the forest. 
the forest of God's love. The forest that will protect you from the outside world and deafen out the noise. The forest of love. The forest of greatness. Now is the time to connect with God. Let your minds go into the wonder of God. Let the peace of God come into your hearts, into your families, into your home. Oh God, we cry out to you for help. We cry out to you for your love. We cry out to you for your healing power. Lord, be with us. Help us and encourage us. Lord, we come to you with a heavy heart. Allow your forest, your blanket of love to shield us from the evil that is out in this world. We want to connect with you, Lord. We want to connect with your love and your power and your healing spirit. We put everything upon you. So, Lord, help us and give us peace. The door opens up. And we welcome the Spirit. We welcome your love into our hearts. 
thank you, God, for the blessings that you have given us. Thank you, God, for everything you have given us in our lives, the blessings. And yes, everything has been great and wonderful, and they will continue to be so today, tomorrow, and into the life that is yet to come. We pray this in your loving name. Amen. And let's join together in the prayer that our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious upon you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace, his love, and his forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And don't forget... Connect with God. Happy Sunday, everybody, from Buffalo Lake Lutheran Church of Rural Eden and Heavenbound Ministries of Pierpont. We're hoping you're having an enjoyable Sunday, and please uh, keep the faith and peace to you all. We're going to start off today's service with a couple of songs here. Actually, we got three of them that my girls are going to sing here, so I'm going to turn the mic over to them and let them do their wonderful singing. I am a C-H. I am a C-H. I am a C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. And I have C-H-R-I-S-T in my H-E-I-R-G. And I will L-I-V-E-E-T-E-R-N-A-L-O-Y. And what does that exactly spell then? I'm a Christian. And Christ is in my heart and I will live eternally. And live eternally. All right. Let's try that again here. Should I try it again? I am a C-H. All right. Here we go. I am a C, I am a C-H, I am a C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N, and I have C-H-R-I-S-T in my H-E-A-R-T, and I will L-I-V-E-E-T-E-R-N-A-L-L-Y. Perfect, awesome, all right, and the next one we're going to do is Little Light of Mine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it 
And, of course, one of our favorites that everybody out there can sing along with, Jesus Loves Me. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong, they are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. All right. Thank you, girls. And we'll see you back at the end of the sermon for more hymns. All right. Today, I want to talk about viruses. Anybody that is familiar with the computer will understand that you need some sort of an antivirus program to protect it. There are people from all areas of the globe that would love to invade your computer, pull the most sensitive stuff out of it, and rob your bank account, and make your life totally miserable as you scramble to try to regain your identity. And that's why it's so important to protect your computer from these outside threats. You just never know when an attack will happen. Our lives and hearts are under the same type of an attack. In Proverbs 4.23 it says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. As we guard our computers from the threats that are on the outside, so we too must also guard our hearts from the threats from the evil one, from all the sources that are out there trying to pull us apart, trying to make our lives totally miserable. And having computer protection is supposed to give us an assurance of safety so that we do not live in fear of someone attacking us. In Psalm 46, it says, God is our refuge and strength and everlasting present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Indeed, God is our refuge. He is our strength. He is there to protect us, to help us, to guide us through these difficult times. And indeed, we are living in uncertain times. It's important that we do not live in fear. The fear of catching this COVID-19 virus is overwhelming so many people around the world. The fear that if we catch this virus, that we might die. Perhaps this is a wake-up call for us. That our lives indeed are finite. That at least our physical body, as we have it, will not last forever. So my questions to you today are, what happens if you catch this virus? What's going to happen to you? And what happens if you die from the virus? Now, the last thing you need to fear is what if I catch this virus? You know, your body will kind of react to the way you're thinking. And if you could be positive about it and have God's grace coming into you, it will help you overcome these issues. Now, there's an interesting story from Hezekiah. 
has, I can't even pronounce that right now, but anyway, we'll get to that here in a second here. I want to read it to you from, from Isaiah chapter 38. It's really an interesting story of Hezekiah, who talks about who, when he became ill. In Isaiah 38, we read, In those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, This is what the Lord says. Put your house in order, because you are going to die. You will not recover. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion and have done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, Go tell Hezekiah, this is what the Lord, the God of your father David, says. I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will add 15 years to your life, and I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. I will defend this city. Now, that is what you call faith. God gave an additional 15 years of life to Hezekiah. He humbled himself and prayed to God and did not let fear overtake him. And that's what we need. We need to bitterly pray to God, get down on our hands and knees and ask for forgiveness and peace and calmness in times of turmoil as, we're over, as we are going through today. In 2 Chronicles 16, 9, it says, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Yes, indeed, we are to be fully committed to God all the way from beginning to end. Do not live in fear. We are at a time when we need a wake-up call. We are finite. We are at peace with God. We have nothing to fear but fear itself. Isaiah 43 says, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Do not fear. What happens, happens. I know we kind of cherish our life. We like to be around our loved ones. We don't want to, to end up dying because of this. But generations before us have gone through much worse situations. Many thousands and thousands and thousands of people have died because of plagues or viruses. You know, this past week, uh, Governor Nome had a very powerful message. She said, So my message to you today is please press pause. Put down your smartphones. Turn off your TVs. Maybe go for a walk. And I tell you what, today is really a good day. You could go out for a walk today. It is beautiful out there. Visit with your family. Spend time with them. Call a loved one. Just take a break. Focus on the good things that you have in your life. The blessings. 
Reflect with gratitude at how fortunate we are in this country to live in the modern world. A threat like this can break us down, or it can make us truly appreciate the many blessings that we have. And later on she said, My hope is that despite the situations, we all find a way to allow this to help bring us all together, to remind us of what is truly important in life, to remind us of three things, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. While an antivirus program will protect a computer, our antivirus antidote against sin and against fear is Jesus Christ. Joshua 1.9 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We are not promised an easy life. We are told that Christ will be there with us when we believe in him, that he will not give up on us, that he will not give us more than we can handle with his help. And even our hard times can be used to glorify God. In Deuteronomy 31, Be strong and bold. Have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord your God who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Back in 1965, Billy Graham said, Historians will probably call our era the age of anxiety. Anxiety is the natural result when our hopes are centered in anything short of God and His will for us. Who would have known that those words are more clear today, 55 years later after he said those words? You know, at best, anxiety distracts us from our relationship with God and the truth that He is Lord of heaven and earth. At its worst, anxiety is a crippling disease taking over our minds and plunging our thoughts into darkness. We live a physical life here on this planet. God breathed life into us. He breathed the Holy Spirit upon the apostles. And you know what? The end is going to come, whether it comes today, whether it comes tomorrow, whether it comes a thousand years from now. It is going to come. And the most important thing that we have to think about is what's important in our lives, and that is Jesus Christ. Most important. Number one. Uno. One. In Psalm 34, 4, he says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and he delivered me from all my fears. While there is a software that will keep our computers safe, there is a book out there that will keep our minds at ease. And that book, of course, is the Holy Bible. It is the inspired Word of God, our instruction manual, our book of peace, our book of joy, our book of love, our book of life. And not just life here today. We're talking about eternal life. We're talking about the life that is yet to come. 
This plague, this virus too will pass, as so many others have passed in the past, and it will not be the last one that will affect mankind. There will be others that will come in the future. Isaiah 12, 2 says, Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. And as Governor Noam concluded, she said, So even if it's just for a little bit today, would you please consider taking a step back? Press pause. Go for a walk. Just be quiet for today and really reflect on the good things that we have. Life is a challenge, and I tell you what, they're more challenging today than they probably have been in our entire lives. We are be, we're becoming restless. We're becoming wanting to, like one of my daughters asked me, how long is this going to last? We don't know. We don't have an answer as to how long this is going to last. It could be weeks. It could be months. Um, what is going to be normal? We don't know when normal is going to resume, when kids can go back to school, if they will be able to this year anymore. Graduations are being called off. Proms, uh, all the great special events that go on in the spring are going by the wayside because of this virus that is inflicting mankind. So now we have to become and become, um, come up with ideas, how we can do things and how we can communicate things. Um, you know, one of the things that we can do during this time is to communicate with God more. Because basically, what else can we do at home besides clean? And after a while, cleaning gets kind of old, doesn't it? You know, but this is time to, you know, and go out for a walk and look at the beauty of everything that God has created for us. All the beauty of the animals, the, uh, I just noticed my tulips are just starting to pop out of the ground here this, this week here. Hey, you know what? Spring is coming and uh, newness is going to come forth and it's going to enrich us. It's going to give us a sense of, of life and, and anxiety and not anxiety, but excitement, actually. As spring is finally coming, we can get out in the fields and we could do some planting and we can may, maybe plant a garden this year, whatever the case might be. Um, and, you know, you can go out for walks and you can meet your neighbors, just stay six feet apart, you know. That, that's kind of the rule of thumb, six feet apart. So one one side of the street, one on the other side of the street, you're perfectly good to say hi. And you can go out and still see people. It's just that you can't interact and meet up with people. And uh, so... This, this virus is not going to come to an end anytime soon. It's going to take its course. We don't know how long that course is going to be. And so I only ask that for each one of us here today to concentrate on God's love, on God's peace, on his forgiveness. In 2 Thessalonians 3.16, he says, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. I want to repeat that again. 2 Thessalonians 3.16 Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. 
that would be a good one to write down and put on your refrigerator. So every time you go to the refrigerator, you can see that verse about peace, about God, what he's willing to do for you. We have another week coming up. We'll probably be separated from our loved ones, from our friends, from our family members. It's going to go on. It's, uh, I just happened to see today where we had 22 more cases here in South Dakota, positive cases. The numbers are going to go up and down like a yo-yo, and we don't know when it's going to end. One thing that will never end, though, is God's love and God's peace. That will never end. It will always be around. It will be around now, and it will be around in the next life that is yet to come. Because in the next life, everything will be perfect. Everything will be great. Everything will be wonderful. We just got to get there. But keep our hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, we pray for so many people around the world. There are so many people who are in the front lines, who are battling this disease, not having the proper equipment to protect themselves. We don't know what's going to happen, Lord. You know what's going to happen down the road for us. And we're asking you, though, we're asking you, Lord, to give us a sense of protection around us. Put your hand around us. Help us to, to live at peace and comfort and, and to love you ever so much more that our faith be in you, not in things of this world. And Lord, we do need that strength. We do need that ability to praise you and bless you and to be at peace. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, into our world. That he can be one of us. That he lived to be one of us. That he suffered the pain and agony for us. This is a trying time for us, Lord. So we're asking that you send your spirit of peace and comfort upon each one of us. And uh, there are so many people around the world, thousands upon 10,000 people have lost their jobs because of this, and they're not sure what's going to happen. Lord, give them peace and comfort during these trying times. It will work out, Lord. We just need to have faith and, and faith in you that it will work out at the end. We pray this all in your name, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has also taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. All right. Now, as I gather up my girls, I think they're going to sing a couple of songs here. So let me get them together here again. And we'll close with the song. All right.
And we got the dog barking upstairs, <laughs> of course. Okay, are we are we ready? Oh, okay. All right. All right. Here we go. What? Which one? Who's gonna sing first? All right, Juliana's gonna sing. All right. All right. Here we go. Juliana's gonna sing a song, and it's called "Who You Say I Am." All right. Great. Forsaken 